Welcome to the Musings of Our Hearts, a Jesus Youth podcast on the lives of saints. Hello everyone, welcome back. Today we have a really interesting saint and even one from the United States, very uh, recent contemporary too. Uh, actually, she's a blessed, not yet a saint. Um, so she is Blessed Miriam Teresa Demjanovich. I think <laughs> she's from us. Uh, she's Ruthenian from Slovakia. So hence the last name. So uh, Miriam was born in New Jersey in 1901 and she wanted to join the Carmelites, but decided to stay home and take care of her mother. Uh, her mother was really ill. Uh, after her mother died, though, she attended college and she made, majored in literature. She was very in, uh, intelligent. She uh, graduated summa cum laude, and uh, soon after she began to teach, but she still desired religious life. Um, she ended up joining the uh, Sisters of Charity of St. Elizabeth and was a postulant with that order, and she was still teaching at the Academy of St. Elizabeth in uh, Convent Station. But then she be- uh, became really sick, um, and she, uh, you know, she was diagnosed with physical and nervous exhaustion with myocarditis and acute appendicitis. And because of this, um, knowing that she was about to die, she was actually able to receive her final vows in danger of death. Uh, but soon after, she died at the age of 26. So... Uh, Her writings were compiled by her spiritual director in a book called Greater Perfection, the Spiritual Conferences of Sister Miriam Teresa. And she mostly wrote about the universal call to holiness, which was um, which became the focus of the Second Vatican Council and um, and was formally taught afterwards uh, and became part of even now just our understanding of common Catholic teaching and, and um, of, of our faith. So when I look at Blessed Miriam and her life, like, again, it's, it's very short. It's only 26 years. And it's, again, she, you know, she joined the convent. There was a, a desire there, of course, for holiness at a, at a young age. But uh, it's not like, you know, it's filled with, as we can maybe see from the other saints, filled with activities or things or accomplishments. And yes, she wrote a, a wonderful book. But something that I was reflecting upon, um, especially in her life, is actually this hiddenness of her life that, yeah, she is this unknown saint. And mm. she um, she's not, you know, her her glory even during her life. It was, of course, revealed to those close to her who knew that she was a holy woman. But it's not like, um, you know, something so great and so powerful and in in uh, in terms of accomplishments or things maybe that we we desire we think okay this is the mark of a saint but it is actually the interior her interior life and this interior life which was so profound so powerful from which she wrote and from which she acted and from again which she desired to be so close to the lord um this interior life was so hidden within her and um and she also she expressed this too that the um, that union with God this uh, spiritual height uh, that God calls everyone to achieve and not just religious but anyone who chooses and this 
requires our constant yes, though, constantly saying yes to the Lord. And it's beautiful because she also says the imitation of Christ in the lives of the saints is always possible and compatible with every state of life. The saints did one thing, the will of God, and they did it with all their might. So we just have to do the same. And again, here we see her laboring. We see her working, you know, working for the Lord, opening up her heart even more to the Lord. Uh, and in doing so, as we heard from uh, our other young saints, that she was able to regenerate the world and regenerate, you know, within the context of New Jersey, within the context of the United States. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and really, through that hiddenness of her life, to draw the whole world into her own life and then, uh, you know, to give back um, in there this, to give back to the world the the fruit of her, of her spiritual life through her writings and through her prayers and inter- intercession. Uh, I just, I, I think I'm so, I'm captivated by her and especially the church also, um, recognizing uh in her a great a great person a great woman uh, um and you know virtues and characteristics of of a woman who who is in heaven who is uh interceding and who is united with the lord and and even in her life though that this uh there's something very normal about it there is something very ordinary and but again calling us to see and and to know that in our ordinariness that God is the one who works wonders and God is the one who hmm. is the calls us into that, you know, saintly union with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's so nice to reflect somebody from our neighborhood, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like Pope Francis would say, neighbors, you know, saints. So uh, and I'm 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 so amazed. Like I never heard about her. Like she's a contemporary and a second generation. Like most of us, you know, like immigrants to this country, yeah. a Ruthenian, uh, Catholic, and uh, yeah, her brother was a priest, of course, from a very Catholic family. And naturally, she would have had such a nice upbringing, um, even though herself, you know, her family members suffered a lot through sickness. But this woman's determination to become a religious like you know she she was very sick but she wanted to become a religious and somehow she gets in there with the help of her brother and just two years less than two uh, a little more than two years like 28 months is what she be, uh, she lived like a religious but that too a lot of time in the hospital yeah but her confessor found what she is actually and you know yesterday i was uh, walking through the garden outside there was no light it was in the evening and i could hear some nice aroma coming out nice smell i don't know which flower is that i just smelled it smelled it and i figured out that our jasmine flower started to bloom there was just a few buds there and one flower bloom but it was sending such profuse smell at night that i did there was no light there but i just followed the smell and i could find out so this is the aroma of uh, you know christian or holiness mm-hmm. that saint paul talks about uh, you know aroma of a christian 
when I was in a med school, like one of my senior, you know, she would ever, ever since we read that in scripture, she would tell me, Sindhu, is the aroma of Christianity uh, just, you know, profusing or it's coming out wherever you are? Is it spreading wherever you are? I'm like, yeah. But, you know, this is a challenge to us. Like, you know, like you were talking about this hidden nature mm -hmm. of, uh, of Christians, like uh, however hidden we are, you know, the holiness will will come out like the smell yeah. of that jasmine flower at night like you know and uh, these night flowers are given s even stronger perfume so that you know the uh, the insects can follow it and white color too so that you know white reflects you know uh, uh, and so that is the aroma of these uh, saints or these christians that we see especially in her she didn't write much she didn't talk much but she could she was very easily uh, beatified because of a miracle that happened mm. uh, of a boy who was legally blind like you know with her intercession he he regains his sight and uh, and his life also changed so uh, it's really amazing how god can work in the life of people like uh, you know even her idea about this uh, universal sainthood a yeah. call to saint sainthood that we have only one occasion we don't have to be religious but you could you could become a saint you know in in any walk of life only thing you need to say is yes but that is constantly yeah. a constant yes to god and the only thing that god asks of us is love how we can love him with our life with every with every situation in our life how we how we would say yes so and I really like, you know, the homily of uh, um, of Bishop on her uh, uh, that beatification day. How mm -hmm. he says, like, uh, you know, she she was relatively unknown at that time when she died. But but you know, her life is such a such a great example uh, that in his all wise providence, God entrusted, you know, this sister, uh, this this saint with mystical visions and deep insights that that was known to her confessor maybe the only person who literally knew her in in yeah. depth at that time because she was with her sisters only for less than two years right but your confessor really know who you are and he made her write those conferences that he would do mm. and she wrote it and it is through those conferences and another reflection that she did on the stations of the cross that the world now know her spirituality and and of course through the miracles that she has done the big and small uh, and this one miracle in that life of that boy and everybody is so sure that there will be more miracles and she will be canonized soon so i was impressed by the fact that nothing can hide that holiness yeah you know like the smell of these flowers in darkness you know it will just profuse from there till the end of the earth like in the psalm we say like you know the, not even a word is spoken but you know their uh, their message goes to the ends of the world yeah like even without speaking they are proclaiming to the ends of the world this is what we all are called to do i think even without preaching our life could preach like yeah. you know pope john paul ii would say like the world these days do not need preachers but witnesses mm. and if at any time the world would have listened to any preachers it's because they they had great witness so exactly. we have shared this in another episode but this this school of saints is a constant reminder that you know what the world these days need is witnesses when we live 
in the love of God when when God's love takes over us, like you know, a just uh, intense aroma would come out of us. You know, like in Sri Ramalbalataji, we say when the love of God, you know, wafts over us. You know, that is what is happening through the life of these saints. It just wafts over us. You know, the love of God from their life, the sweet aroma. Yeah, I think uh, again, reflecting back on on her hiddenness. Uh, to go back there and and to be encouraged to that uh, that we have to you know in our daily life in our ordinary life we have to find a place that we can hide with God and we have to find a place within uh, a physical it doesn't it's not a physical space sometimes that definitely helps but we have to find a place in our souls where. Uh, and we really can be alone with God. We can hide with him. Oftentimes mm-hmm. that's in his very body, you know, in, in the side, in his side where he also mm-hmm. calls us to hide within him. Um, but this is this is where like, you know, to hide with him actually becomes like the greatest, uh, the greatest part mm-hmm. of our day, the greatest joy of our lives. And so there is no uh, there's nothing lacking in there so even to be hidden uh to to not be known to not uh to not be understood maybe to not like even if other people don't see that oh you know there is something greater that is in me uh it's okay because everything is revealed then to the lord everything is known to him and in that secret hiding place of sometimes his very woundedness we are able to be united to the whole world and to mm. intercede for them to love them to um and there of course you know we're loving them in and through christ and so uh i've uh especially been encouraged by a lot of these saints and uh many of them you know have always talked about either the inner solitude we've heard mm. about the school of calvary we've heard about mm. the circle of um of uh, a friendship with Jesus, fr- yeah. Yeah. So uh, all of them have always said that this is where they receive their life. This is, of course, and and we know that. I think we know that. You know, Scripture tells us that that He is the fount of living water. He is the source. He is everything. But um, more and more, these saints are saying, like, that's where we're called to be. That's where we're called to be. Go back to Him. Be there with Him. Just be with Him. Be with Him. Be with Him. Be with him. And and then who knows what the Lord will do with you. Yeah. But if our focus is always there on that on that time with God and uh, in that hidden hidden place with Him, uh, we are so known. You know, we are so known, so loved, so precious. And I think I've also experienced within my own life a greater freedom in the world, a greater freedom mm. to to be to. Um, to give witness, as you were saying, uh, the witness doesn't come from just like a understanding and a knowledge of God and a, even just like, a OK, we're praying, Lord, like help me, you know, and, and God is working there. But it really comes from constantly being united in this hidden secret solitude cell um, cell within our in our spiritual life. And so to con- you know, find that every day. And that's where we say yes constantly. And it's become so easy then <laughs> to say yes constantly mm-hmm. because we're there with him. So to say yes is uh, is so easy because, I mean, when you're, when someone, 
you know, your father or your your spouse or someone or, you know, a loved one or, you know, someone who really cares about you is just hugging you. Like there's no, there's nothing but a yes that will flow from your mouth and from your heart and from your body to say, yes, yes, yeah, like I'll be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, she proved like and like she said, like, you know, uh, the imitation of Christ in the lives of saints is always possible and compatible with every state of life. Yeah. And the saints did but one thing, the will of God, but they did it with all their might. Yeah. The, this really stood out to me how we can achieve the union with God. You know, whenever we do this podcast, I have a little fear in my heart, like, will somebody bang the door? Will, <laughs> will you know, will some noise come and interrupt? You know, with five kids, you know, we are not doing this from a studio or somewhere. Right now, Nitya is in California and I'm here. We are doing it through Skype. And also, we, we, we cannot even use a mic like we used to earlier. And five kids are running around. Mm -hmm. and they may come, <laughs> knock the door. All this stuff is there. But then she says, like, you know, it is compatible with every state of life. Yeah. And only one thing you need to do is the will of God with all your might. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to do it the best we can. You know, I tell them, okay, don't come right now. It's just 20 minutes. But if still something happens, I'm like, okay, it happens. Okay, this yeah. is what the reality is. I have to take it like this. And I'm also not that worried about too much because I know that this is helping us. Like, you know, yeah. Nitya, you and me, like every day we write about it, we discuss about it, and it is changing my life. I don't know how many people are hearing it, but I don't care that too. But <laughs> I know that, like, you know, both of us know, Nitya yeah. and me, we know that, you know, this is changing us. Yeah. This is actually, these saints are in a school in itself. Even once we are done with these 100 days, I'm like, we have 100 lives, 100 <laughs> modules or 100 books, or I don't know what to say. Like, yeah. you know, this will continue to inspire us. And they, the saints are a school in itself, like, you know. So yeah. thank God for all these saints. And, um, uh, and so maybe we can uh, wind up today with this prayer uh, that was given for the beatification and canonization of uh, uh, this wonderful saint, uh, blessed right now, Miriam Teresa. So let's pray. It's a prayer to the Trinity, whom she loved and whom she wanted to uh, become one with. Most holy and blessed Trinity, whom Sister Miriam Teresa loved so ardently, grant that we, like her, may become ever more conscious of your divine presence within our souls. We implore you to show signs that your humble servant enjoys glory with you in heaven and to hasten the day when we may render her a public tribute to our veneration and love. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, in beginning, the beginning, is now, is now and ever shall, shall be, world, be without, without end. end. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening.